You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello and welcome to a What a Night, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network, where we talk all things Tottenham Hotspur. And joining me in person, as he does nearly every week, is Jude Summerfield. Jude, how you doing, mate? Good, mate. All the way from Brighton today to London. All the way from Brighton, a lovely quarter to six start. Um, yeah, and trains were delayed and all that, so a really excellent morning into work. Just for the pod. Just for the, just for the pod. <laughs> That's the only reason you're here. I didn't do any work, man. I just work. We, we just record pods and sometimes I update old bits. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, it means nothing. Uh, and we're also joined today by the returning Hunter Godson. It's good to have you back, mate. Thanks for having me, guys. I, uh, I know that I was kicked out, uh, unanimously voted off the pod by you guys. Kicked out of the group chat. Really, really, really good to be back. Um, and unlike Kilpatrick, I'm not. I'm not leaving for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll know if he listens to this because he'll just yeah, get it exactly. or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, when was the last time you were on the pod, actually? It must be. We might, we might have been bad when you were last on. I think we were bad. I think we were bad. That might have been part of the reason mm. my, 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 yeah, my love waned at that point. I can. Um, You're ruining yeah, it. Probably, yeah. Probably, I think, yeah, during maybe the January or. February period last year where it all started to go it looked like it was going terribly wrong and and uh, feels like a distant memory now which yeah. is quite nice yeah, things are looking up aren't yeah, they yeah, yeah. bloody great mate positive stuff yeah, think about yeah I mean we got nice. we got a win at the weekend we got Champions League draw which we're going to touch on because we'll, we won't be playing on Thursday nights for at least the first half of the season so that's not really nice <laughs> it's like, I don't know if anyone's seen it but there was an exchange on um, Twitter where an Arsenal fan um, was kind of laughing at Borussia Dortmund being in pot three like just 
They couldn't believe I finally fought it. And the doorman fan flies like, we'll put you in again? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? What's going on? I thought we went off coefficients. I don't think Arsenal would be in pot three. No, I don't I think, think so. they'd be in pot four. What are they we're doing? They're, they're sitting recently. around doing niche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was out making moves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw this. I saw that, that more, Arsenal fans being like, well, we'll see when you're in the Europa League. I'm like, no, mate. The, the thing is, we're in the Champions League right mm. now. Yeah. And you're not. What are you doing coming out with? We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we have see. seen. We have, we have We've seen, seen already. <laughs> we saw. <laughs> we were there, bro. Yeah. Um, because we weren't here last week, I was on holiday and Jude, you had some short lived attempts to try and do something. <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah. won't, which won't ever be released to the world. Nah, uh, those are. Those despite are my wishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd listen to it. I'm sure you would. I, I listened to it halfway through. I tried, to, I tried to do a pod in the absence of Sean, just on my own. Listen to it back. Absolutely god awful. Really, yeah. really terrible stuff. So, yeah. yeah that's um, maybe unlike a. I don't know, some sort of greatest hits compilation. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, 10 years down the line, <laughs> sort of D side. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yeah, uh, end of like the album, like Jude's monologue. <laughs> <laughs> else got millions of players. Yeah, yeah. Just like 2K for that yeah, one. Yeah. one niche Reddit. Like, yeah. I love Jude's monologue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll quickly indulge in that Chelsea game because I was actually in your guys' neck of the woods. Oh, Brighton Town where I was watching a pub which you two kind of scoffed at me out for being in I didn't I didn't scoff yeah, I just, yeah, yeah you were very, you were very you're giving scoff. me the eyes yeah you scoffed I definitely scoffed yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so but I enjoyed it there I was with my mum we were having a nice little getaway and she was she was found it very funny when the, all the Chelsea fans stormed out when Kane scored the equaliser and then found it very funny when Tuchel didn't let go of Conte's hand. He's looked like down at his hand, like he's got the electric shocker on him. But let's let's talk about just quick, just quickly the the end of that match because we everyone's done the thing like we 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 can't do it against Chelsea, whatever. Like we know that by now. Tuchel's maybe got Conte's number on the pitch a little bit, but the end was so good. Mm. It's so good when things like this happen to us because I don't often. Mm. Usually it's the other way around. I yeah, I kind of I have to say I was kind of uh, like I loved the fact that. It was probably shouldn't have been allowed. <laughs> More of that is needed in the top, in the world of Tottenham Hotspur. Often, I feel like something happens against this yeah. side, and then the rules are changed, yeah. <laughs> and we go and we carry on. So to get it to get it in the manner for it to be Kane as well. I don't know. I feel like he has a bit of hoodoo against Chelsea, mm, he, and he didn't have a good game to that point either. No, he didn't have a very good game. But to walk away from it being like. Goal. The winner of the game, basically. Yeah, goal, goal in the 96th minute. I mean, I think you'll take that at any any stage, but particularly there. And to not play well and get result, I know plenty was made about Spurs acting like they won a trophy, but for goodness sake, it must be one of the worst records in Premier League history. Spurs, it's, yeah, it's stupidly bad. Yeah, It's um, embarrassing. So it felt like, I, I know it's Tim Pot and Conte wants us not to feel like this, but it did feel like a win, and it felt like we got one over because they had played really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we had not. I think it was as simple as that, really. We've played much, much better at Stamford oh. Bridge over the years and not got anything at all. The one that came back to me was at Wembley, one of the first games Spurs played at Wembley was oh, against yeah. Chelsea. The Alonso we double. fucking battered yeah. them. We yeah, battered yeah, yeah. the shit out of them. We should have got something. <laughs> You're fuming. Game. I remember. I remember <laughs> that, that, really. that was what it felt like. <laughs> yeah, and, it and did. For once, it, it did. felt like the record it had been flipped on its head mm. and we. And we didn't deserve anything. Chelsea were much better than mm. us, and we turned it into a fight and got something out of it. And that's different to what I've seen from Spurs before. Yeah, exactly. You enjoy Jude? Yeah, I enjoyed it very much, mate. Um, you want player ratings, Jude, for this? 
I think I think so. Um, quick I can't, uh, yeah, well, quick, man. Tens all round. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're much quicker than I am, man. I mean, it took me like 20 minutes, half an hour to sort it out afterwards. I didn't actually inflate that Spurs, the Spurs players' ratings at all. Because uh, I didn't think they were very good. Very fresh of you, but not very coy of you, really. <laughs> not very yeah. coy. Swings and roundabouts. I'll have to that. get that coy tattoo removed. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, that was really nice. so far was, away. It's... So far away, like, but it was an incredible result. And considering, like, we've taken points from games that we we dropped them in last season in these first yeah. three, which we'll get on to, yeah. I'm sure. But mm. it's good signs. Yeah. So as we now have seven points from games where we got zero from last year. Yeah, incredible. So most recently, we beat Wolves on Saturday. It wasn't the easiest of games. I know the first half particularly was a bit tetchy. Um, I saw someone on Twitter, I can't remember who, they described it as a bend but don't break performance. <laughs> which is kind of like, I get it, like Wolves had, Wolves had a lot of shots, they, they, a few went just wide, I think the Metersh Nunes had a kind of mm-hmm. spooked me That's a little bit. Scary, yeah. But, there, at the same time, there wasn't a chance where it's like, they're running through with the Larissa or anything like that, I'm not expecting them to score those chances, especially a team like Wolves who don't score a lot of goals and just aren't seen as this kind of clinical threat. Mm. Yeah, they definitely were at least kept at bay kept on the edge of the area by a quite a dogged Spurs performance in the first half as we said it wasn't particularly pit- pretty mm. um, like you said the Nunes had a the other one that I thought was I was in the stadium it looked like it went in was the um, free kick from Neves that went dipped low mm. around the corner Yeah. Um, but despite it being fairly uncomfortable I never felt like we were particularly under threat and that's probably helped by the fact that they weren't playing a, a number nine for majority of the game mm. and I said to Jude before when they were, I noticed when they were counter-attacking the full-backs would only, wouldn't push particularly high and then the two central fielders would almost sit next to the centre-backs so you're essentially when Spurs had the ball you're coming up against a six and we really struggled in the first half but I don't know yeah there, I didn't like I don't like 12-30 kickoffs and going no. to 12-30 kickoffs is even more I don't know they're quite they just feel weird. They're not. They're, they're like, it's the famous old Rooney tweet, isn't it? Like no one likes shoving down pasta at nine in the morning. A warm can of Holston outside the ground. At yeah, that's yeah. The hardest breakfast exactly. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not. I'm not a betting man, but the the rule is no bet on the early kickoff. Yeah, because there's just so much randomness to it, which affects both sides, obviously. Yeah, like it's not just like people say, oh, Wolves have to play twelve thirty, but it's just like the the chaos that kind of gets thrown in. Like you can't. You can see that we had to play our way into it, mm. and there was a really you said it, dogged first half. We didn't create a lot. I think we had one shot at the break. It was like one shot to twelve. Yeah, and it was, or that, something it was like that weird Kane looping header. That yeah. Was really, yeah, yeah. They call that a half yeah. shot. So the best. I think there was some real, a real lack of quality coming out from the back. Ben Davis was yeah. very sloppy in the first mm. half, as with the Emerson Morale who. I haven't been on him for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he's still knocking about. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, obviously, I feel like he, apparently he's very happy now and enjoys enjoys his time at the clubs, especially since Richarlison's come in. I still don't think he's the first choice right back for Tottenham. I still don't think he's good enough going forward to play as a wing back. But defensively, there's no question that he's fairly sound. Um, but mm. in terms of on, in possession, uh, uh, he was really really loose in the first half last week it can be frustrating to watch it was it can be frustrating I, to I watch kept, I was watching it with my dad and a friend at a pub mm. and I just kept shouting 
don't cross every time the ball came to it. Re- you know the Watford game on New Year's Day? Oh God, yeah, where they just give him Who could forget? The famous like spamming crosses yeah. into yeah. the box. That's what they like say like, Trent Alexander yeah. Arnold does. But, like, <laughs> that was basically that was a training said. session for him. Yeah. And he failed. Yeah. Like, you know those FIFA like skill games? <laughs> It's like the the, the video of Unai Emery taking Arsenal training. He's just yeah. whipping ball, loads of balls in. Everyone's just standing there. They've got like, the inflatable defenders there. Yeah, it's, like it's like an all time classic. Yeah, it, 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 it is. is yeah. Yeah. Smashing balls yeah. towards people's faces. Yeah, well, yeah. Murray tweeted later. Yeah, yeah. Gives me a good, gives me a good laugh for sure. Um, but yeah, not a good first half. But as I want to argue that when people are trying to be kind of doom and gloom about Spurs, whether that's from our own fans or others, mm-hmm. I thought we were better in the second half than Wolves were in the first, and we actually deserved our victory. We even. I want to be we made a chance about 30 seconds after really, the kick really yeah it was straight away wasn't really it, it was, you could yeah. see the improvement was just like that I was in the south stand it just got and that's the way Spurs were playing the second half and it just got everyone okay. it was instant you felt a different uh, energy in the press from Spurs they were playing high up the pitch they looked like they wanted mm. to be more involved in the game and set pieces have become a threat. It it's so good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Which is like for years, I was Spurs would get a corner, and I'd be like, "Yeah, might yeah. just knock it back to the yeah. recent side." Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think there's definitely a complex where like every team thinks their set pieces have been bad, but yeah. ours have definitely been bad over the years. So it's nice that because obviously I, I covered a lot of Brentford last season and, and moving into this season, they're a team who focus on set pieces a lot. They're a team that want to do it. So whenever they get a, even a throw, a free kick, a corner, you know that there's a half decent chance this can end in a goal more than it would be from an open play chance it's really really nice to have that with Spurs as well mm-hmm. knowing that that we've worked on something mm-hmm. we, we, we've come prepared we're doing our homework because it's very rare that you make these kind of high profile set piece coach appointments and they don't work out no 100% and apparently he's already got a raise which you love to <laughs> 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 does he get a bonus per game for yeah. goals like that he should, he should yeah, he, should. That. he genuinely should like, yeah and if it's from a throw, and even more. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we had a few long throws. Yeah, we? yeah. Well, exactly. I, I had to say, I, I turned to my cousin who I went to the game with, and I was like, quite enjoy being stoked for thirty. <laughs> yeah, that's great, <laughs> so, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's just a different threat. It's something. something well, yeah, exactly. There are different ways to score goals yeah. in football, and like Spurs haven't been taking advantage of, you know, a pretty glaring one in set pieces yeah. over the last few years, hitting the first mm. player at corners every fucking corner. So. Yeah, improve your set pieces. I do. I do, I do feel that can open yeah. up games like this. I feel like it's gone under the radar as well. I don't think the it's gone hit the mainstream yet because, um, as much as you know, maybe we shouldn't have got the corner the way we did in the last minute of Chelsea last week. Um, it was a really well worked routine where all of Chelsea's centre backs are like on the edge of the six yard box and all of our defenders are in behind them. Um, this week, um, Jermaine Genius said on commentary that. This, this chance kind of came about because Son's corner was bad mm. that kind of prepared to rescue it I don't think it was bad I think that he's had to, that's a thing that works they did it in the first half I think as well they did it in the first half so this is something that you can clearly see yeah. but others just haven't picked up on it yet yeah. under um, the radar spurs I actually think they've taken this one directly off of um, Inter Milan if you go back and watch um, oh really watch Inter did a corner last year where Perisic would flick it on oh and it, um, it works it's so effective because it's so difficult to react that quickly to the second ball unless you're set up yeah. for that second ball um, he, he, he must have got two assists of it last season maybe a couple more but yeah, it, it, yeah so it's de- I definitely think it's um, something they've worked on mm. it, and you know like I said Kane scoring the, mo- the, the movement for the goal Kane. as well yeah, like yeah. the way he just souls he sells Collins to go one way yeah. when he doesn't need to and he just kind of moves back in and it's a really bit, good bit of centre forward play. I think a bit, 
I know you said there was people sort of upset at the first half display. I think you have to remember they've upgraded in that in defensive areas massively. Like to have Collins and Kilman as your starting centre back pairing, that is a big bastard mm. pair of centre backs yeah. you have to get round. And both um, had good games. Both but, had yeah, really yeah. good games, but bar Collins getting absolutely spun by Charles. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I, th- I thought Spurs did really well to sort of ride, ride. I say ride, but I don't think Wolves were particularly like dangerous in the first half. They just yeah, shots they had. Was... They never really seemed that dangerous or particularly likely to end up with a goal, mm. did they? I think they spammed a lot. Of shots yeah, I feel like I feel yeah, I feel like Wolves kind of played the way that their team kind of really is. Like they they're a bit good defensively. Mm. Um, they have a good goalkeeper Jose Sarri made a couple of good saves their midfield the technical levels of their midfield is unbelievable, pr- is unbelievable. Yeah, just able to keep and that's something we'll come on to in a minute we'll talk about our midfield um, but they don't score enough goals and their forwards aren't the great I'm not kind of a big fan of Gedesh Poe don't seem to be really good against Olympiacos particularly when you play against us or Arsenal but just <laughs> was mark, cause, like, marked out of the game quite easily like yeah, he didn't really do yeah. anything so Wolves kind of threw everything they had at us yeah. and even then we were still um, fine. Yeah, mm. fine. I I think um, I think in the midfield they're fine. I still think they need to add something up top walls if they're gonna. Yeah. Do you do you think that part of the kind of the maybe the over negativity of the first half is that while we're doing well to start the season, Arsenal are kind of peaking, where they're they're yeah. playing this beautiful football, yeah, they're scoring lots of goals. Know, people are always going to compare how your team's playing to. The other teams around you, especially if it's your, you know, your closest rival, um, and probably looking at how because obviously we played before Chelsea played, lol at that as well. But <laughs> Chelsea played really well. Arsenal have obviously hit yeah. the ground running. Despite uh, I, we should point out, Arsenal's start has a, has been called the easiest start in the Premier League. Yeah, it is. They are playing the easiest fixtures now, but there's no denying that they're playing well. They look quite fluid. Um, and we still look a little bit stagnant. I think that's down to incorporating new players into the squad. Um, still playing in quite a you know a structure that still requires your wing backs to be very sort of affluent in the game. And mm. especially like I was saying, Emerson wasn't good enough in that role at the weekend. Like if you need it, if you need pressure to be taken off the central midfielders, and you're asking Emerson to come inside to be better on the ball, well, yeah. I don't think he has that. I don't think he has that. But. I think the criticism comes because, like you said, Arsenal are flying. But you got to remember, it's a bloody marathon. It's not a sprint. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were top after three games last year. One we of were top after three games last year. But would anyone have said? I remember the Wolves game last year where Deli Ali got the penalty. We were <laughs> lucky. Oh, we oh, were so oh, we lucky. terrific. Horrendous. <laughs> so oh lucky. my god. And these and these are games we struggled in last season. We've got seven points. It is progress. We yeah. were, we battered Southampton. We um we did well against Wolves and never looked massively troubled. Whereas last year it was like holding on. Both fixtures we were holding on, and then lost the second one. Um, and then Chelsea we didn't get anywhere near. We didn't even lay a glove. We hadn't we hadn't scored against them in eight eight games. Was it stupid figures? So uh, yeah, I think there's no uh, with third fourth. It's it's been a brilliant start. It's been a brilliant start. What more can you ask for? Yeah, yeah. We, we still got gears to click into. Exactly. Well, yeah, we I think the new, the new players are still sort of yeah. heading in. They've not. Yeah. I don't think there have been any starters from those summer acquisitions yet at all. Really, mm. Perisic aside, 
Richarlison's looked good from the bench mm. and maybe he comes in for one of the attacking guys who isn't playing very well at the moment yeah. and that's like apart from that and then Basuma I th- I'm pretty sure it will all start clicking in together I'm, pretty I'm, soon yeah I'm completely fine with especially that, yeah. when Basuma starts playing a bit more I think that could be a yeah. good one and skip, skips, skips back soon as well, well. Yeah, I think and we haven't really had the that depth, the depth that Spurs have now it got them out of trouble against Chelsea Yeah. and even at the weekend Perisic being able to sort of turn it up in the second half Kulisevsky turned it on in the yeah, second half. Yeah, he was really good in the second half. Um, he was probably my man of the match, to be honest. I know Hojbjerg got it. Um, we'll talk about it in a minute. <laughs> um, I think I completely agree. I think Bentoncourt can still go up a level. I, th- I thought he was pretty good in the second half, but, but had struggled in the first half and also struggled in the first half against Chelsea. Um, so, But when then you look at the players that can come in to replace him, there's, there's depth, there's mm. quality... Um, I am slightly concerned about Jed Spence not being looked at at all. Um, I know Conte doesn't massively love younger players, doesn't massively trust younger players, but uh, when you're looking for an out and out wing back, especially mm. in a game like that, it looks like yeah. he, it looks like he's going to turn to Lucas Moura <laughs> as like you're running, yeah. you're running speedy wing back. So it'd be interesting. But like I said, the depth now that the Spurs team have is I haven't seen this in a long, long time. Ever? Maybe yeah. have, have we ever maybe, had this? Uh, maybe. Well, do you know what? We definitely there was definitely a time where we had it up up top. Um, yeah, yeah, it was like the Mido, four strikers: Defoe, <laughs> Berbatov. Then Bent came Kinoate. in. Yeah, um, but I know. I think in terms of the mid, it's always been really the central midfielders where it's been like right. We have two good ones, and everyone has a well below part. But you know this is the Conte effect. He's forced. He's forced the hand of Levy. You know that how long can mm. you go? How long can Levy go on working it the way that he was? Well, I think he's answered his own question this mm. summer. Yeah. Okay. I think we need to talk about the central midfielder then. <laughs> that being <laughs> said, <laughs> uh, I don't know why I said it so negatively. That because mm. our good friend Dan Capacci wrote a column in the Evening Standard this week about um, Pierre Emil Hoiberg and his importance to the side. Is it overstated? Is it understated? Because he's only missed two Premier League games since he moved here. Mm. Um, he was the two-two draw Liverpool and one other. I can't remember which one was the other one, but still an insane record. I mean, it's incredible. In time, in t- COVID times as well, that's quite impressive. Like all the fixtures together, and even just avoiding that kind of illness that you can get. Yeah. So, but you know, there's a lot of people who are just a bit annoyed by his limitations on the ball and it's very when you're when you want to be where we want to be I get that you want to be on the front foot all the times you want to be breaking down opposition at all times you want to be creating chances you want to do that um, those aren't his strengths but I I tend to defend him because there's a, there's got to be a reason that four managers have been here Mourinho Mason Nuno and Conte and they've all been like I need this guy he has to be in that midfield he has to be the linchpin and I think that's some, when people particularly on Twitter mm. mostly on Twitter <laughs> I, think, I think if you ask the average, average Spurs fan out of the stadium I don't think they no, quite as match going yeah. fans tend to have a different relationship yeah. With yeah. so people on social media they're kind of just like, like why is he always playing all that kind of stuff mm. but they don't tend to understand like managers have their favourites and that's usually for other kind of intangible reasons like he's a big presence in the dressing room he's a leader on the pitch 
he probably he's probably like the kind of top follower of Conte's instructions. I I probably almost can guarantee that. Mm. Like he's kind of a proper soldier. Yeah, there's there's really something to be said for consistency. Mm. Like managers just look for that, and they also look for players who are willing to go above and beyond. And I think Hoybier ticks those boxes. In terms of to the to the fans on Twitter who get frustrated with him, I understand the frustration, especially against a team like Wolves, where you feel like you're being overrun at times. But that is unfortunately that is part of the game plan. Like, I was, yeah, I was gonna say, like, do you feel comfortable with that? Is that you? Do you accept that? Would you rather maybe sometimes bring off one of Kuzevsky or Son and play another midfielder in there? It's interesting, though, isn't it? Because we didn't. What changed in the second half? Was we played further into uh, up against Wolves as well? I don't. The formation didn't change anything. Didn't really. change. Yeah, I felt, and and it still continued to work. So, and we played some really good stuff last season. Yeah, it, I, it, it, with him in the team as one of the best players still. I, I think he's a. I I have said I think he has a ceiling against. Yeah, yeah certain, I agree. Yeah. Against certain teams and certain players. That is why you have several good players in that position. Mm. I don't think. It, I don't think I don't think he'll become undroppable in the future is what I mean when Skip but Skip needs to prove that he can do it and not get injured and Basuma still has to prove to Conte that well I'm better than these two you need yeah. to pick me up yeah. these two um, right now I understand his selection I think he's a I think he's brilliant at some things and limited I think the problem is right you're never going to get praised for as much for the stuff that he's really good at yeah that's the stuff that goes under under the radar a lot of the time um, whereas a player like Basuma is so good on the ball and so good at breaking up play and, and that just some eye catching as well yeah exactly just the way he moves away from there's, there's more grace about what he does than what than Hoiberg the way he does it yeah 100% I think it's a bit I think it's tough to rush into after a game like this when literally if you look if you line up the teams right and look at 3-4-3 and 3-5-2 mm. look at the midfielders Wolves have got in there Neves and Moutinho obviously two Premier League proven midfielders Jude's just staring at the both 11s right now yeah um, and then Nunes obviously the new signing but they're players with such I almost feel like I'm phoning it in by saying oh they're so technically good because <laughs> they're all from Portugal <laughs> <laughs> like they, they are, they are brilliant. Cultured and, midfielders. I know they're also, <laughs> they're also cultured. But yeah, but in, in that sort of game, they're probably gonna, they are gonna see a lot of the ball, and you probably do want one of your enforcers playing to try and rough them up, and then later get up the pitch, which is what yeah. they eventually, what eventually did. The only, the only issue I sort of have with those two starting is I do wonder if maybe they're not the quickest out of the blocks mm. in games like today and. Even like the the Southampton game where we didn't start that quickly, you know, yeah. we went a goal behind. Um, so I I just I just like to see it mixed up, just out of curiosity, really, just yeah. to see how how certain players match up with others. And I think that will happen just because we've got Carabao, Champions League, yeah. loads of Premier. And it seems like it seems like Skip is actually a kind of a big favorite concert. He talks about him lots last season, yeah, 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 especially yeah. with like how much you kind of miss him mm. and how much he believes in his potential. And even in preseason, like you straight back into those starting levels for the first couple of mm. friendlies yeah. as soon as he was available so yeah it's interesting isn't it I, was it Charlie Eccleshow who wrote a piece this week about does it matter that yeah I think it was does yeah. it matter that Spurs don't, don't dominate the midfield battle always and I think there's a, there's a good argument for no just because um, 
since we've been playing this system, the results speak for speak for themselves. That's not to say that Conte doesn't have to be more flexible into moving into a different formation if it really genuinely isn't working, which he did against Chelsea, and it worked yeah. for about five minutes before. But caught in transition, that caught in the slowest transition. Like, why are all the players on one side of the pitch? Um, but um, that that's going to come with time. That's sort of the sort of thing where they've been so drilled in this three four three that yeah, in mid game yeah. switched to a four two three one or whatever. I think it was close. Yeah, but it is a miracle we actually got back into the well, game with exactly, that. Exactly. Like, um, and Chelsea's so good at exploiting that space as, as everyone has probably had that Pep Guardiola. That that amazing. So good. Bit. Yeah, he's going, it's so close in the space and then <laughs> and then into this and it's Chelsea. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Pepper, if you're listening. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm he sure is he will listening. Be. He loves it. Um, so yeah, I'm not. I, I don't know. It's tough because it's not Hoybier's fault that Spurs don't dominate midfield battles. Is what what I'm sort of trying. Yeah, to say. Mm, I yeah. think. And what helped was tucking the wing backs in a little bit um, to give them a little bit of support against the three. I don't think they're going to come up against as many midfields as good as that three. Yeah, or, I, I do think as well. It's also about. The, the system and the mentality like we said in the second half it changed it wasn't because transformation of the personnel it was because just the mentality was different the thing I keep thinking about is that everyone kind of harks on about Real Madrid's midfield mm-hmm. from last season like Casemiro, Cruz, Modric the Champions League win was not built on controlling games no. it was built on just the precision in which they played with exploiting, and the, moments. Explo- exploiting moments and the ability to kind of dig in deep when they needed to particularly in that final and I do think that and Karen Benzema well yeah, <laughs> yeah we've got, you know we've got Kane and the Benzema right you know, Son of Vinicius we're, we're building a Champions League winning team right here that's what we'll get on to in a minute but I mean look in short I, th- I think Koibir has a ceiling and I understand the frustration he is still key to this team now and um, would I sell I think the big question is would you sell him to Real Madrid because that was the rumour I'm it? looking I'm asking for like at least 50-60 because because you're going because this is someone who plays every game. I think I think and he's a leader. Exactly. And you we have to we have such a little time to go and get a replacement anyway. Like this is the start of the window, maybe more open to it because you mm-hmm. go get someone. But it's just so hard to find guys like that. Think about how long like when before Hoiberg, when was the last kind of midfielder we had like that? Like Sissoko kind of did it for a little bit, like mm-hmm. but it wasn't really that kind of mold of play. It was more like when Yama in sixteen seventeen or when Dyer briefly moved back into midfield yeah. seventeen eighteen. But you need those players in order for everyone else to really kind of do their thing, because otherwise you get end up like Man United. Really, you just get mm. overrun all the time, and, it, and that becomes a problem. The, the question that will be answered probably in the next couple of months is: What was Basuma bought to do? Was he bought to do what Bentancur does, or was he bought to do what Hoybier um, does? Yeah, more yeah. drive for, from there, because I think it was those two who had the most tackles. Or yeah, the most, or recoveries and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like. They can. He can do that with more guile and, and mm. more speed. But I'm not. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm. A, you know. There's not. There's not an answer yet. We're three games in. I just. It's quickly popped in my head, but I'm sure Basuma will get a chance for an extended period because he's not going to the World Cup, but Hoiberg will be. Oh God, yeah. That's well. That's quite a smart buy then. That in that in that sense as well. Just because I, I was looking through our squad and I was like, we are going to be knackered. Skip my other yeah. month off as well. Probably probably he's not but, uh, World Cup's too soon for him, but <laughs> but but if he's got a month off and Basuma's got a month off, yeah, yeah, then, then you come back with a fresh yeah. midfield. There's not going to be straight back into it. I think the first, I think the first game for the World Cup got Brentford away. Straight back in there. 
it's going to be name the children at the World Cup as I well so. no, uh, Denmark at the World Cup so that's basically yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's them out yeah straight in um, I think we talked enough about Hoiberg well yeah point. I think we come down on the definitely worth keeping Hoiberg on the yeah. score but so we would like to see there. other what we've got yeah, with our other options I, look we Let's still see. don't really know what Oli Skip is yeah. like, mm-hmm. I think I saw a very good player in the few games that I and plenty's been spoken about him by England coaches and like several Tottenham coaches now mm. but he there's a worry about his injury record that's definitely a worry now you can't be that yeah. uh, I know the last one was complete freak freak accident mm. but um, he has to now put put a running game together and he'll have to he'll have to uh, unseat one of those one of those midfield uh, two and you don't have the Europa League you have the Champions League yeah. so yeah. <laughs> it's not like oh we'll get him get him top minutes in the Europa League it's like <laughs> yeah. nope we're playing the biggest best teams in the Champions League so yeah. give him minutes at the Bernabeu <laughs> yeah. 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 quickly all run out here and there what we did with Maxi <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay enough about Hoiberg let's move on to someone who's in a, a similar position but talked about in a bit of a different way Davidson Sanchez mm. who I didn't think looked comfortable in this game but we kept a clean sheet and as we said Wolves didn't really kind of get near to landing a fatal blow on us mm. and I think the stat is that we haven't conceded in the last seven hours of football when he's been on the pitch so obviously something is working mm. do you think he's underrated do you think the stat is kind of besides him and not because of him you, like where do you stand with him I'm of the opinion that he is a byproduct of Tottenham being better at defending mm. um, rather than he comes in and is really defensively sound because I still when when he's up against someone there were moments where him and Emerson were tripping over the, each other trying to get to tackles and he still can't use his body properly still can't use his body properly still can't read the ball in the air yeah. real issue there um, I don't think he's a, he's a terrible defender I also don't think he should be Spurs' backup first choice backup first choice backup because Romero is actually kind of straying into that skin yeah, territory where his is. fitness is a worry he is and so I we need someone better there I do think we need someone better there and yeah I don't think he's a bad defender but I would say cashing on him now while his stock is high um, I, clearly Conte um, because we had Jaffa Tanganga as another alternative he looks like he might be out, out the door before the end of the and he's clearly said well, Davison Sanchez is my um is my second choice uh, yeah. at, at right centre back. Um, I also think we have a problem. Spurs play a formation where all the centre backs need to be quite comfortable in possession, yeah. and he still isn't. No, and especially yeah. when you when you say on that right side of defence, we're going to have Emerson and Sanchez. Yes, it's a, yeah, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot of sort of guys who defensively all right, but uh, yeah, they're not not brilliant on the ball and panic in possession. And, I think Eric Dyer did quite well to cover him on, on a few occasions where um, yeah, they were sort of moving into challenges, getting in each other's way and uh, it was a clean sheet but it wasn't one where you, you would have gone, well Spurs were <laughs> What a performance yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy at the back well, what, what, what about you guys, what do you think? What do you think Jude? I mean like Sanchez, I mean, does he ever look comfortable? Yeah. <laughs> He's not really that sort of defender really but yeah, at, at the moment you can definitely see um the, the downfall in sort of the passing game especially down that right you're just sort of hoping the ball eventually gets its way to Kulisevsky because if it has to go through Sanchez and then Emerson yeah. it's never going to work <laughs> it's never going to get there um, but yeah I'd agree he's definitely improved as part of the whole rather than anything massive individually 
Um, but to, to come in and not concede any goals, I mean, how can you can't really knock it, can you? No. I mean, until that record is gone, is gone, and then we'll all jump on him, obviously. <laughs> um, but for now, like he's coming, Spurs aren't conceding goals decent enough. Yeah. Whether he's going, he's still pretty young, twenty six and that, but he's still just a bit of a headless chicken out there sometimes. So it's tough to see like a proper future. He's not going to unseat anyone in that. Yeah, it's starting free anytime. It's one of those things that makes me annoyed that Longley's left footed and not right. Mm. If it, it feels like we should have gone big with a centre back signing. Well, it, by the challenge. sounds of it, they did try to. Yeah, like, the, the difference being that they that they did try to go down Bastoni. They thought it'd be easier than it was, and it didn't. It turned out to be more difficult. And then they went down a couple of other routes and quickly found out that no one was really in a hurry to sell their yeah. their young, brilliant centre backs. Yeah. To us. No, so you know, you know what? I'd rather keep him. Mm. Look, look, there's a, there's definitely a dearth of brilliant centre backs at the moment. Can you, we can all agree. And even yeah. even the like the infallible, you know, Virgil Van Dijk is having a a tough time yeah. to start at the, at the start of this season so you know I get I get why we might be priced out I think Spurs are just going to have to be patient and that but what they've done to counter that is they went out and signed six other positions that were of an issue, an issue position mm-hmm. so they deserve massive credit there's still what eight days left on, not right now about that yeah. yeah depending when this goes out of course mm. eight seven six five four two <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I I imagine, I imagine them. If Jaffet Tanganga leaves, you might see movement there, and uh, and then yeah, we'll see if Brian Hill leaves as well. Yeah, Brian Hill. Brian Hill. We hardly knew you. Um, <laughs> okay, um, from someone who doesn't usually start, someone who, if anything, probably starts too often. Um, Soningmin, mm. are you concerned? I, I like everyone who didn't have a good first half. I thought he was at least better after the break in terms of he was at least in dangerous positions. Obviously, I think there's one chance, you know, where was it the when Kane hit the bar and the ball drops to him, he doesn't quite hit the volley cleanly, and then he had yeah. the Kane's free kick over the top, which kind of I felt kind of sorry for him because the bounce is a bit awkward. Mm-hmm. Like it was hard to control, and if I think Collins made the tackle, so if he's just alert to it like that, then there's not much you can really do about it. But you know, no goals to <coughs> in the first few games of the season. People, I, some people have turned on him already. I think it's quite a, a weird one to turn on so quickly, though, because I, I see pe- people have often said Son's quite a streaky player, isn't he? But genuinely, from from last season, all the way through, yeah. and he was consistent. Golden really, boot winner. Golden boot winner. That's probably the streakiest he's ever scoring, been. Like scoring important goals every week. Um, sometimes going off the boil, but he was playing in a turgid Spurs team for the first three four months as well. Um, and like he does have these little spells where he's not that clinical or the chances just don't come for him and he gets singled out and I I, I, I still don't really get it when you look at the amount of goals he scored for the club the performances he's put in um, the general person he is at the club as well who's so loved by everyone around there to three games in to be like yeah. to be piling in so quickly and for that to be like quite a regular thing people have often come for Son at like strange points I don't, mm. I don't really understand it because it's like it's a marathon and he's going to get yeah. his chances and he will score because he is a world class player yes yeah, so this isn't lasting forever yeah and you know Wolves are we've said it again but Wolves are a tough side they have two pretty good defenders back there who played well just restricting Spurs in general mm. so like I wouldn't get too upset just yeah. now it reminds me of when Dan who was asking for other purposes rather than his poor form he asked Conte 
um, as he considered dropping Son and I asked him in the group chat Dan who asked him this and he was like me <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't um, makes more sense now though. yeah 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 yeah. Um, but I think as well so obviously he turned 30 over the summer we're playing a lot of games this season and he's going to go to the World Cup like he's probably got more miles on his legs than a lot of players considering the stuff that he's done with South Korea um, yeah and we actually have someone who can come in for him because Richardson came on for the last 15 and was actually really good again. Yeah, I think I think that's a big part of it. Um, and I think the problem is a lot of Spurs fans are looking at Kulisevsky on the other side doing very well and sort of going, well, what's what's happening? I think teams double up on Son. They, they mm. make whole plans around keeping Son quiet. They you can't do that on both sides of the pitch. Yeah. So one player benefits from one player being uh, sort of the... And that's where Spurs have done very well to bring in Kulisevsky and to bring in Richarlison. Because essentially it takes the pressure off of those guys. It shouldn't be we're piling pressure on. I think I think um, Spurs really struggled to play out at all against Wolves. They really struggled to play out at all against um, against Chelsea. And the moments that Son got the ball in areas that he likes to, he's never been able to really resist the press. He's never. That's mm. not really his game. But when he gets and he spun, he was taken out mm. both in Chelsea and and against Wolves. So. I don't think any. I don't think it's of any concern whatsoever. People who are, who are turning it into concern are probably, you know, the same who would ask for, you know, the manager's head after two bad losses. Um, <laughs> it's it's uh, but it's also, you know, why we brought Richarlison in so that if if someone does go slightly off the ball, we don't just have to sit on our hands and hope that he comes back on. It's you can make the change, you can give him a rest, which as Sean said, he's probably got one like. In terms of travel around the world, he he's probably got some of the highest <laughs> air miles in the world, yeah. and then also he plays every single minute for South Korea. Um, Very good injury record as well. Brilliant injury record. So I mean, he's just, it's like with Ericsson. Like Ericsson was just naturally fit, so he's playing all the time. That kind of wore down on him. Yeah. Son's kind of the same. I, th- I, th- I think I've always seen Son as um, I can tell if Son's having a, a slightly off the ball game because everything becomes quite tentative, even his mm-hmm. touch. Mm. Um, and you saw that the weekend, and I was like, but it doesn't lead to any panic in me. I'm not suddenly asking for his head on a plate. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, it's, all, I, all I think is, okay, he's having one of those games, let's hope he gets a goal and it'll, so it will calm him down. Because you can see he gets, gets in his head, he starts, the, the misses that he usually just sort of lets fall off his shoulders, they, you can see he's getting more frustrated at himself. Um, he is incredibly well driven I have no doubts that in the next game or the game after or the game after he'll come alive and then we'll see something mm. I, I think the you know it's the same people yeah. on Twitter I think uh, it comes to my point about Arsenal earlier where mm. that everything they've had so far this season apart from the kind of two goals against Leicester it's been so clean it's yeah. been so kind of perfect it's been almost like a utopia and I think that's what every football fan at least on social media wants of their team they want to be dominant from start to finish they want to make a bucket load of chances all the time you can't be anything less than that if you're not less than if you're less than that you're not going to win anything it's, yeah. over. it's over what's the point yeah exactly <laughs> so you can't be like that every week it's not how it works you like you can look back with rose tinted glass and say like oh the teams of x era were never like this it's like yeah they probably were you just didn't watch more of it all the time they definitely were they yeah. definitely were and even you know i think i think if you look at the spurs uh, the team Spurs have played this season Sonny should have scored against Southampton thought he was quite good mm. 
we were Go on, we were shite against Chelsea mm. and and got out of there by the skin of our teeth and then we were fairly average against Wolves as a team and we came through it and got the result now we move against Forest where you think we're going to we should West Ham created a lot of chances against Forest mm. uh, sort of New, Newcastle Newcastle first game of the season Kane's got a great record uh, uh, record against promoted teams which should help some as well Forrest needed Dean Henderson to have a blinder to get anything exactly this is what I mean like, uh, and then you've got West Ham where Son tends to do very well against yeah. West Ham he's yeah. got a great record against West Ham so I have no concerns I think yeah you know rumours of death have been <laughs> greatly exaggerated <Yeah. laughs> ok let's move on to someone who I think we can all agree actually had a promising game at the weekend despite a kind of a slow start Ivan Perisic I had him as my man of the match personally mm. I thought first half Little bit, he was getting in the right positions. He was talking to Ben Davis, it seemed like he was good on that front. His touch seemed a little off, and he looked a little bit slow. But second half, he felt like one of the driving forces behind the change. Him and Kulazewski, I think, were the two who really brought the best out of Tottenham in the second half. Mm. Yeah, I think those are the two that drove Spurs forward in the second half and properly caused um, caused problems. What I loved about Perisic in the second half, particularly, is that he doesn't even think, am I going to cross it in? He just mm. fucking puts the ball in. He gets an inch either foot. of space. Either foot. And it's a good cross. None, there were none that I'd say were like perfect, but it's a good cross. It's in a good area where you can attack the ball. You don't have to break your run. Um, and that's completely invaluable. Uh, especially when you consider that, that they've got Collins and um, Kilman. Two big two guys, massive defenders, massive and they were—they gave away a lot of corners because of the quality that he was putting in. Like I agree with you. I think the first half he looked a little bit again tentative, and I think that sort of led to Sonny having a, a difficult first half as well. Mm. Didn't want to go round him, and then in the second half was clearly given a bit more of, uh, freedom to get off the pitch, and he took it really well. He's just quality, like his, like his touch, his ability to take the ball under pressure. Sess doesn't have that and he still panics and he's still very one footed and it was you know perhaps it's just taking left foot corners left foot three yeah. kicks and yeah. he's putting him in like, technically he's right foot like it's, it's incredible nothing seems to phase him does no. it yeah. it just seems just on completely flat. all yeah. the way on flat it was the same with the Chelsea game yeah. if you, I don't know if you guys remember but oh, well obviously when he was taking the corner he had so much shit just thrown yeah. at him and yeah. spewed at him and people do you have to wait a long time to set that corner because of the yeah, bar exactly. check yeah. and then he goes and whips one in and they score he gets the flick on here and yeah. Spurs score on the back. It's it's no, it's just nice to have those players who are like properly cold. Mm. Yeah, you just sort of feel like they're not really going to get dragged in by emotion to get sent off. But there are other players. This is the exact kind of profile like, player. Yeah, you that, want that, 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 that these big teams have for left wing yeah. back who knows what they're doing and maybe was just feeling himself into that into that game in his first start during that first half. But then when you saw when like the ball was at his feet, he was happy doing step overs and beating a man. As soon as he got a little bit of space, he was whipping it in. Nice, fast deliveries as well. Mm. Like you see on the right wing, the balls are just like clipped or floated <laughs> in. It's like, how the fuck is anyone going to score from that? <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. I know Perez, you see, he did sort of float one in that came connected to in the mm. first half. Yeah. Think, mm. Which was sort of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to the byline, yeah. That yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's just... Sess will come in and that, like he will still continue to play a lot of games, but... Um, in, in the big ones I'd say now you're sort of starting to lean towards Perisic yeah for sure so, I, I agree with you though it feel, he feels like a Chelsea signing doesn't yeah, he? yeah. someone just goes to Chelsea just 
walks his way into like three trophies. <laughs> yeah, Gets yeah. man of the match in like two finals. Unerringly good. Just, yeah, just totally on the face, but just yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah, this is what I do. Like, <laughs> see you later. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. I, th- I think unflappable is the word I'd use for him. Just completely composed at all times, even when when defending. Um, there was one that he just shut down with a really nice tackle, wasn't mm. there? At some, mm. Oh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stopped and, like, yeah. Bobby, Bobby Morsel. Yeah. Just in the tracks. I'll have that. He's, I think you're right, in the big games and the games where you want a little bit more running, you might play Cess, Um which is nice. It's nice to have a bit of balance. Um, and then, obviously, those two will be looking over their shoulder at Destiny Adoji, who will be coming back next season. What's happening with Pape Sar? Slightly off. Oh god, I forgot about He's he's still there. He's a he's a he's a loan guy, aren't they? They might be loaning him yeah, out. I think. I think Milan wants to. Milan have been, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're also looking at Tanganga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's well, take. Yeah. Take him. Go on. Go on, lads. Just for you. Oh no! Please don't take these <laughs> French club players, lads. For you, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> yeah. Wink and this Harry Winks. Yeah. <laughs> Limited edition. Harry yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. Let's go to the Champions League draw. Spurs are in pot two for Thursday's draw. Um, the so everyone in pot two we can't get. So that's Liverpool and Chelsea we can get anyway because of country protection. But we also can't draw Barcelona, Juventus, Atletico, Sevilla, and RB Leipzig. Quite thankful because mm. some of those are really tricky. So in pot one, Champions pot, we got Real Madrid, Eintracht Frankfurt, Man City again who we can't get anyway. AC Milan, Bayern Munich, PSG, Porto, and Ajax. Pot three, Borussia Dortmund, Salzburg, Shakhtar Donetsk, Inter, Napoli, Sporting, Bayer Leverkusen, Marseille, Club Bruges and Celtic. And then pot four is still to be decided because of the qualifiers. Yeah, tonight, yeah Rangers v PSV. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Um, but I don't know, with this draw, I felt like in the last few years I've, I've tended to lean one way or another between the I want an easy draw because I want to go through and, I, and the I want a big draw Yeah. because because it's fun yeah I was going to ask where, where do you lean this year I think now I actually want the big teams now I'm back to big because I'm back in the I actually, league, I actually have I have, a, I have quite a negative theory but I bet I, I can oh do it like that well I, I, I think I know what you're saying because I think I think we have the potential to go and beat anyone sure. I think that last season proved that we went toe to toe with City and beat them we went to Anfield and got a draw probably should have won that as well mm-hmm. I think we can beat anyone but Conte's record in Europe is Terrible. a little bit of a cause for concern. Mm-hmm. We can't we can't look away from that. But if if it was to turn out like one of his campaigns with Inter or Juve, I think Chelsea was actually quite all right. And say if we were to be dumped out of the group stage, then that would probably strengthen our hopes for a second half of the season title charge, depending on where we are when come the happens. World Cup. Because yeah. I think there's a, there's a universe where Spurs are like top at the World Cup break and come back and everyone's been injured in the World Cup and we just lose it <laughs> so you've got to look at this both sides yeah but the important thing is we didn't fuck up the end of the last season and we actually have a chance to play in the Champions League this season you know yeah what well, poor are you in Gunas <laughs> I, I, I'm big teams I think I, I also think it leads to more open football matches when you play the big teams yeah. in the Champions League and at the end of the day that suits us more I think that suits us I think you want to be playing teams who have a style that they're not willing to sort of move from um, and as, as you said I think we can beat anyone playing the style that we play um, which is essentially we're going to frustrate you 
and we're gonna look very good on the counter attack. Um, so yeah, and and also just in that stadium, it deserves some some heavyweight games now. Mm. What Champions League football has it seen? We beat City on the second yeah, game. Ajax. That was probably the yeah, Ajax game. The home game. Yeah, the home. Yeah. Yeah. You look at the starting line from that game. It's just like Jesus one nil, Christ. One right? Yeah. Yeah. So the group stage of the next season, seven two against Bayern. I was there. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah that was bad. Oh god! I went to the uh, I went to the Leipzig game. Awful. Yeah. What was that bad. One? Yeah. One 0 Yeah. Awful. Because she got smashed. Really. We were we were dreadful. And like it was. It's when Kane and Son were injured, and really every, I had no idea how to figure it out. Everything was falling apart at that point as well. Like I think we'd lost to Bayern three 0 in between. That was the first half. Oh, that, oh, that was oh, that was just after the Bayern game. Oh god. It was a bad season, wasn't it? It was a horrible season. It was like, that year, just generally shit year. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah. big virus thing yeah, came yeah, and yeah, wiped yeah, us all yeah, out. Yeah. Wasn't great. Yeah. One out of ten. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend. Right. Yeah. Trip advisor. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Um, I'm just looking at the teams and thinking who who haven't we played out of those pot one teams? Obviously, you can't get City or well, they're the only pot one team. But we played Bayern. Played Ajax. I'm, I, I'm really intrigued to see how we do against PSG, oh, considering, PSG consider, considering how they're looking right now they just yeah. beat Lille 7-1 yeah. and all the stuff that one of the PSG fans of the office says about Poch all the time how much <laughs> how, how they hate him how he's like you know he's like a football terrorist and all this stuff you know I would like I would like to see us play them and smash them I'd love to get PSG yeah I'd also quite like to get Real Madrid again I'd like to do yeah, that as well um, I think we're a good place to play them. Right? Yeah, definitely. I think we're in, we're in sort of the same line of thinking. We want some nice big fixtures, and then we can all go on the away trip to. Uh, nice away. Some really good away. Let's pop. Is there a? Is there? Wait, wait, wait. I'm thinking there'll be an Israeli team in there. There is. Luckily, we have. There'll be like a Pils and Polish team. Victoria Pils. Mm. Plenty of playoff obscurity. At no, some point. You know what? There isn't a bad away day in that first part, is there? <laughs> all, uh, all in all, it's just exciting to be back in it. I think, yeah. like, and to actually look at it and think, well, we should be in it next year as well. Realistically, yeah. like, but the standard of where the club is now—it's a failure if we don't go top four. This it's I a complete it failure. It has to be seen as that, and um, yeah, it's, it's exciting, uh, and then. I won't be saying this when we get Real Madrid and get <laughs> smashed 5-1 Real Madrid Atletico yeah exactly <laughs> um, but yeah exciting times well some are going to draw both Inter and Dortmund again because we always get them even though they're we in the same pot yeah. same bloody teams all the time yeah. well, who have we faced from pot 3 Napoli's looking quite tasty Salzburg yeah. Bruges we played in the UEFA Cup I think before have you ever played Scotland in Celtic? I don't think Celtic. Celtic. Have we ever played Scotland? Scotland. <laughs> Marseille, we haven't played before, I don't think. Tasty one, that. Benfica. Napoli, Napoli would be hilarious, wouldn't it? Yeah. And Dombele, he wouldn't be cup tied because he don't have those rules. Yeah, he's exactly. He'd get so booed. Yeah. That's happening now, I can see it. I can, uh, that's our pot three. Can you imagine if he plays really well, though? He would. Oh, he would. There'd be. For fifty oh. minutes, <laughs> <laughs> turn more beer inside. Oh, God! In, but it's it's exciting to be back. So it's, yeah. And you know what? I said I was saying it's a due lot last season, Hunter. That mm. it, whenever we got into a top four scrap with Arsenal, so it seemed like we would always lose. Yeah. It was nice that we actually won one of those, and we can look back at last season with such fond memories. A hundred percent, hundred percent, and it, it's even nicer that we were in control. We were partly in control of that. Like mm. we had 
how often have Spurs gone into those big, like, right, this is the decider and not fucking done it? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Can, yeah. you can count on one hand. It's the City game that basically decided who got into the Champions League. Do you remember that? Like Peter Crouch, yes. yeah. Yeah. Kabul goal. And it's and it's that last year where it was like, right, we need to we need to beat Arsenal to even be in with a look in. Because if they won, that was it. That was it. And that would have been the one, like the worst night in the stadium's history. Because yeah. them celebrating winning the Northland derby and getting Champions League, that would, that would have been and look, horrendous. Look what it's kickstarted as, as well. It's kickstarted this. This is probably the biggest. The the well, it's the biggest it's been in many many years, and it's probably the best that both teams have been, maybe in our lifetime. At the, at the same time for sure and that's what I mean yeah. at the same time where both teams are sort of doing well at the same time because it tends to be we're in crisis we're in crisis they're yeah. in crisis we're in crisis they're in crisis and so slowly we've got out of it together um, we managed to nick the, the, the Champions League space due to their obvious shortcomings and then now we've gone to this season who's their, who's their big first is it United away United away soon yeah well, let's hope United. Can United are back in form now. Yeah, fucking nice. Eric Ten Hag's United. <laughs> this is Manchester United football club we're talking about. You know? It is now. Yeah. Oh really my is. god, yeah. it really is. I went to go see their implosion against Brentford. Oh, well, that's just lovely. Yeah, it was, it was, it was <laughs> really was great. I was sat, I was sat between two United fans, including uh, friend of the pod Scott Saunders. So that, that was that was really fun. Just brilliant all around. Um, but yeah, so looking forward to being back in the Champions League. Mm, yeah. Great to have those nights. And the first, if we are home for the first one, mm. chance I'll be a really nice evening because I think it's the first midweek of September. Oh. So it should be really nice. So like a little chill down there. Yeah. Yeah, purple Lovely. skies on. Yeah. 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 Get the teeth yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I thought so. <laughs> 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 Get Ronaldo back down. Oh, oh, that was good. Wasn't that? Did anyone like the teeth? It's like, not our right. Like, how good was <laughs> oh, it? Yeah. I was, yeah. I was looking out for him. I was like, "Where is he?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did anyone? Yeah, somebody was poking and being like, "They usually a lot better." Than this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's gonna get better. Don't worry. Um, did anyone see the tifo meme? Because apparently there's going to be one soon. I assume it's going to be for the first Champions League game. Mm. But it was based on um, the Arteta quote from the last episode of All or Nothing, where he's just laid into the Arsenal team after bottling it at Newcastle and he says you never know guys they might lose at Norwich <laughs> <laughs> nope <laughs> so funny that he said that yeah. we, we were all talking to Arsenal fans who were like it's, it's, it's yeah, so he's going they might lose at Norwich <laughs> have you seen Norwich good one yeah. McKill yeah. but yeah okay quickly moving on to Nottingham Forest on Sunday tend to have a good record against promoted teams I know it was pretty much perfect under Poch Mm. Not, I can't actually think off the top of my head of what's been like recently but Forest haven't started too greatly mm. no, I know they, they got four they got four points but I don't think they, they played well against West Ham, Ham didn't they? I thought West Ham should have bashed them really. West, on mm. another day on another day that's a 3-1 win for West Ham yeah. I think, I yeah. think Henderson played very well the penalty miss they hit the bar the post the bar Yeah, it, it's one of those that it felt like Someone was smiling down at them, going, "Yeah, okay, yeah. this one, this you one, have this got, one, all right." And then they played Everton, who imagine Nottingham Forest are going to be in and around a, a, a bit of a scrap with yeah. them for for those positions, sort of fifteenth to twentieth. Um, got one all draw, that's not bad, but we are much they got, better team. They, they had seven minutes to hold on to a lead, and they got done in by one Pickford long ball over the top. What are you doing? That's it. <laughs> that is, I, t- I think that you know. Um, do you remember Fulham made? 
hundred yeah. and million signings and then it just all fell it's apart. Too many, it's too many. Not, a lot of people have said, oh, they had lots of loan players last season. It's like, okay, have they considered signing those players? Yeah. And not just new ones who have no idea what's kind of going on. I, I didn't... I, it was, <laughs> the best way I can describe the West Ham game was vibes. Because there, <laughs> there didn't seem to be any midfield. I couldn't tell you who was playing centre midfield on that day for them. Like, um, and so this is the litmus test for Hoiberg. <laughs> or Spurs in general. Um, I, I, again, I, I said I wanted to see Perisic given minutes against um, Wolves. I'd like to see Basuma given minutes against uh, Forest. It's the sort of game where I think he would run, completely run the midfield. And um, whether we will, let's see. I think this should be one that we should win comfortably, I have to say. Um, if if we're in any way serious about maintaining top four, if we're any way serious, you can't look at Nottingham Forest and even think anything other than three points. It's just three. You yeah, need, yeah. you have to take three. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of those players that are just looking at their team against Everton now. It's, it's not an inspiring team. No, really. I mean there's still a Steve Cook at the back. Um, <laughs> Steve Cook, who admitted at the end of last season, he he was like, yeah, can't can't probably do ninety or. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll give it my best shot. Yeah. He seems like a proper bloke, at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good from, lad. From our ends, isn't he? I think Steve Cook played at Brighton before, but he yeah, did. I mean, one year I don't. I think he scored one, and that was that was against West Ham, wasn't it? Which is a bit of a scruffy. It wasn't really his goal. No. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really. I mean, the thing is, is, is it, they made so play. many signings that you don't even really know who they're going to start the weekend. But in a way, that works for Spurs because we know who we're going to start in a settled team. Is is a bonus, yeah. Um, and it seems like for us to go go three at the back, which you basically you go toe to toe for us. We're gonna we're gonna win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think expect. I I want to sort of stress though. Expect a frustrating first sort of twenty minutes unless we get a goal. City ground crowd is quite city boisterous ground crowd well. is boisterous, and they. But the only pressure that puts them, it puts them under pressure to play and come out and try and score goals because I don't think that they're gonna sit in and and just hope for the best, but. Um, yeah, I, I expect three points at the weekend. Yeah, it's got to be that, hasn't it? Cool. Yeah, get Christian Romero back in there, hopefully as well. Yeah, he skip back though. maybe. Yeah, he's just sure saying, he yeah. <laughs> to play a half a leg. Yeah, yeah. Conte's just like yeah, good one. Mate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, skip back in. I mean, look, I think time to time to sort of time to give for Charleston a start, perhaps. Who's he coming for though? Well, he's coming in for Son. You think? Yeah. I think he's good, but just just so Son gets kind of just pressure. So, and he had West Ham. hundred That's the bigger one. Yeah, yeah. That's the big. It's the bigger game. Look, sure. it's a well and good saying. Oh, it should be drop. Should be drop. It's not even about that. You have to rotate. The squad yeah, it's just you rotating. Have to yeah. get your squad used to rotating. I think that, yeah, I think this is the point as well. Like people yeah. need to. I know I've got a big thing like you can't drop Son, but if say when Son comes out the other, it's not a matter of dropping. It's a matter of using all of our resources 100%. the best we can because I think if you look at. Like look at Liverpool this season. It's on the bench they had on Monday. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of Liverpool media started to question like why Liverpool always have these injuries. Like it's not just kind of a luck thing. This is of their own doing. Yeah. City's squad is smaller now because they've sold all their fringe players to Arsenal. <laughs> so and I think they're going. I think yeah. they're going to come unstuck at some point there because they can't just keep doing it the way they are. But do you know, so I think our, our depth is going to help and being wise with that depth will serve us well. It's interesting though because it, in in years gone, I think Arsenal and Spurs in particular. Have, have sort of gone well this is our 11 and we love this yeah. 11 and you, we, you haven't really noticed that Chelsea and City and to some extent Liverpool obviously not with the front three or the defence but the midfield the is midfield completely, yeah. Yeah, completely interchangeable and they 
chop and change, especially City and Chelsea, they chop and change like crazy and still get uh, drive out results and people can debate about the 11 all they want. But the point is, they have got a squad of players that are good. And what Conte criticised Spurs last season, even this summer, said we didn't have a good squad. Yep. And what he means is I don't have the ability to bring players in and out that I trust to actually get results. Now I think we have that or something closer to that and we should use it at every opportunity. Um, but then Son starts on the bench, great, we, we can bring him on fresh Son at 60 minutes. I know he's not, he doesn't have a great record off the bench, I don't think, but... How many times he you come gets, off the bench? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think it's about changing the mindset of... of uh, drop dropping rather than resting or utilizing other players because I think Richardson looks fucking sharp. Well, yeah, well. Well, who was it? I think it might have been AS Wilmington last season who said that they didn't have subs, they had finishes. And now that we've got five subs, we have that kind of flexibility, yeah. especially with the the strength in depth, and not just the kind of. Well, it was a big thing in rugby that, and then bloody Gareth went and had a chat with Eddie Jones and oh, decided to call all the done finishes. It. Now <laughs> he's done it. He's really done it now. Ruining it. It's completely right. Ruining it. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's different to like Manchester United. Like if Manchester United, if they go and drop like Ronaldo, it's going to be a media circus for yeah. like a week, isn't it? With Spurs, it just needs to be seen as something different than that. You know, they're rotating players. They've bought a player for sixty million. Exactly. Yeah. Give them a start. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah. shown you know some good uh, ferocity and intensity to deserve a start. So yeah, like go and play them in Nottingham Forest. See what they're all about. And hopefully, if when you do have to bring, if you do bring Son on, you're not bringing him on at nil nil or one nil down. You're two yeah. up, and he can sort of feel his game into the yeah. feel his way into the game, and yeah. Yeah. get some chances. Yeah. Anyway, Ronaldo's finished, so it didn't really matter. He's <laughs> <It's> twenty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's thirty-eight. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe he might be. Uh, okay, moving on quickly to transfers. Mm. For some reason, we're still chasing Nicolas Agnolo, even though he dislocated his shoulder. Bizarre. And even I, though I don't know why we want him in the first place. I don't. I. I can. I happily admit I don't get this one at all I get the upside but the upside is a long way away is he he has to play into that upside doesn't he yeah. he has to play fixtures to get that upside I don't I know they was talking about a wing back well if I told you this is the wing back option oh well exactly <laughs> <laughs> this is what I the noises keep that. saying apparently this is why Chelsea want him as well do you know the talk about Rafinha yeah it was like eyes oh, um, could play a wing back it was like apparently the same kind of thing here I I honestly don't get uh, Adama Traore. I want I want Adama Traore you know I mean? so bad. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I, so I, I, bad. You see the goal he scored last night. Left footed volley. What a player! He always has one a season that's like maybe maybe the player <laughs> is maybe. But I get, Hunter. I did a tweet a while ago. Yeah. He's never played under like a good coach. No, no. I I, I, I agree, one good coach in his career. I agree. And one and a half. I Tim Sherwood. Uh, <laughs> right, but can you can you also say like it's like a bit like that. Um, Arrested development thing where it's like it hasn't it, worked for anyone else. Yeah, could, but like, it could do for us. I, I, I admit there is a pitfall there, but I would at least like to see it. Yeah. I, I, I just think if, you, if you're looking for a wing back, I don't know getting an Italian player with a terrible uh, injury record who has just dislocated their shoulder. I'll just say it, it's not going to be the longest out, but a dislocated shoulder that means you have that that weakness in your shoulder for life. Like that's another. Especially when we're linked with someone like Melanovsky, who I said before, I just I think is far better player than Zaniolo, and and is further forward in his in his sort of development. Plays um, the nice little tween role between midfielder and attacker. Exactly, exactly, and I think it it also allows greater um, sort of fluidity between the the three five two, four two three, whatever yeah. we want to play. It gives you a player who suit who's fit into that role. 
Um, yeah, let's see. Let's see. I, th- I think there's. I think they should be really looking to get players out this week rather than players in. Um, I think we're in a pretty good position. As a, you can reel off six or seven players that, who you barely even remember the still at Spurs yeah. in this window. So, um, yeah, there's there's work to be done. It'd be intriguing. We're moving into Daniel Levy time now, aren't we? I wonder if he still has that sort of desire to go out and get someone weird last it, minute. It does. It does feel like there's something left up our sleeves. I think it feels so. like we're, it feels like still in the market for at least one player. So well, there's a chance that something just kind of comes out of nothing. Conte made a big point, didn't he, of saying if people leave, we will replace them. Yeah. And there will be people leaving this week. Yeah. Who will have been in the squad? So it'll be interesting. You know, in Paris, he works with these spinning immediate players who want. So he might have been doing that in the background and just waiting for someone to go. Yeah, absolutely. Dan James. God, I hope not. Should we end yeah. it there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then people are like, "You got to trust Conte." And I'm like, "I'm not trusting that." <laughs> okay, who's telling me that? Uh, okay. Uh, anything else to add? <laughs> Bye, Brian Hill. Thanks for 25 oh, mil on the Yeah. Never seen like he's going to play in the Prem. Yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, actually, I don't think he did have a few good Europa Conference League games. He was good in my mind. I thought he like one yeah. shooting against Ren, and I was like, "Oh, he's cooking." <laughs> I thought he looked. He, I thought he would look great in a 2005 indie indie rock band. But, <laughs> you know, as for on the pitch matters, never quite happened. But Not quite there. Might may well go and smash it in La Liga. Wouldn't be surprised. Let's see. Yeah, It'd be, like nice, it. yeah. be nice. Hunter, you enjoyed your return. Lovely. Thanks for having me, guys. It is rare that we're all in in this office together yeah. now, but it's lovely. To and I'm doing the pods in person as well. Yeah, it's much that, better. That was much more fun. Much more fun. Much more fun. Yeah, I don't like judo over Zoom. <laughs> just pissing. Very me. aggressive. It's like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, sake, there different he is. over Zoom. He's, he's so aggressive. He's just right there. He's like, Sean, you're coming on Zoom. No. I've got 40 minutes. Intense <laughs> energy. <laughs> yeah. No, I talk. No, you talk. No, I talk. No, none of this. No, we have to do a new Zoom now, Sean. Oh. The first one ran out. Yeah. Oh well. Quick time today. Yeah. It's quite it's quite hot in this room now. Actually, I want to go. I'm so, so sweating. So yeah, I'm sweating. It's hot. Yeah. So okay, let's wrap it up there. Thank you for listening, everyone. Um, please subscribe and leave a rating if you can. If you have not yet, it really means a lot to us. And we'll see you next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.